few things happening. Whoa, a few things happening because yeah. I got into the the cockpit over there. Mm-hmm. Came in here today. Oh, I got my nose busted up too. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeah. Well, that's how you know you're living life on the wild side when you got injuries to show for it. Anyway, uh, we're not here for that today. We're not here to talk about my injuries. Because I'll tell you what, I'll be just fine. Uh, what we are here to talk about is the things that are happening in the world that are uh, affecting, going to affect many of us, uh-huh. including this uh, newfangled beef, potential beef. Uh, maybe it's not even a beef, uh, just a finding of sorts that apparently Apple and Elon and Twitter are, I mean, there's a little public thing going on. Well, mostly Elon's responsible for the public thing, uh, which is disclosing, and I don't know how he knows this, but essentially disclosing that Apple is considering eliminating Twitter from the iOS app store, which is, I mean, this is a pretty shocking revelation. You can imagine how major that would be. He says, Apple has also threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but won't tell us why won't tell us why and then this leads people down the pathway of ooh, what could that mean for elon twitter etc tesla other brands it can only go one way and so then we start looking at our trending hashtags and we see tesla phone and we start talking about elon going all the way around apple and creating a pathway where uh, much like through purchasing twitter mm. uh he cannot be silenced some type of scenario like that, sure. and, and where uh, this uh, the extension of this thing finally ends up, because you start to realize it's like one thing, the platform, so then it's you end up quickly. It's like the messages, the platforms, the distribution medium, the hardware. You get back to the hardware. How are people even accessing sure. this stuff? It's yeah. primarily on these phones, and uh, for many of us, for many people, it's iOS. I mean, also a huge percentage globally is the Play Store. But uh, here we have this report. Elon says he'll make his own phone if Apple and Google de-platform Twitter. I certainly hope it does not come to that. But yes, if there is no other choice, I will make an alternative phone. Hmm. Now, what's interesting about that, it sounds really daunting, but it's really not. Uh, If he wanted to do... Although maybe it is. If, I guess if both Google and Apple pull, it would be very daunting. But I don't assume that would happen. I think, well, it's hard to say. Because they do tend to follow suit in some circumstances. I don't even know what the threat is at the moment or what the reasoning would be behind. Um, some obviously think there's political motivations. Others think, I mean, maybe there's a, co- a competitive motivation. People say, oh, Apple's working on their own car. Do they perceive... Elon as, and, and his companies as a competitor. There's a lot of questions, and many are going to have their opinions on the matter, but the important part is the hardware still acts as the initial gateway into these platforms. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of revenue to be made in phones. And every single time, like I'm seeing, go to YouTube for a second, Will. You go to YouTube and you type Tesla phone, and what you're going to see is some massive view counts. Uh, uh, let's see. You go down. Uh, 11 million, 336,000, 4.6,000, 126,000, 420,000. Uh, but these are not even real videos. 
it's just like uh, spe- speculative rumor type videos that are doing hundreds of thousands of views just on the premise that Elon would make a phone. That's the the level. Look at that one right there. Simply Tech. Tesla's insane new phone is a game changer. Rip Apple. It's completely speculative. It has 8.8 million views from 11 months ago. This is a thing that I, there's obviously interest in it. Mm-hmm. And therefore, where there's interest, there can be a market. There could be a lot of money to be made. And if he can find some sort of integration with the cars as well, and now that he has a social uh, property in there as well, it's not the craziest idea in the world. It would take a really long time. It wouldn't be on Apple's level or scale immediately. And it probably wouldn't solve Twitter's immediate problems if it is actually to be removed from the App Store because Mm -hmm. your user base evaporates overnight it could be extremely problematic in the short term could he partner with someone to expedite the process yeah like uh i don't know nothing phone or something well no he can partner with somebody but everything is built on either android or ios there's no third os now they do have very talented developers and engineers working at tesla Mm. uh they may have such capabilities but how do you get an ecosystem around like all these different applications that people are used to having if you're going to go completely towards uh, another third option third platform and does he have time (laughs) well we stopped asking that question a long time ago the time one because somehow they keep adding things to the to the list of uh, responsibilities here Hmm. both apple and google have policies that ban apps in its stores from containing hate or discriminatory speech bullying harassment and sexually explicit content in the aftermath of the january 6th attack on the u.s capitol apple and google kicked parlor off their app stores for its role in helping rioters plan the event although it was allowed back after making changes, Kanye West, who legally changed his name to Ye, is reportedly in talks to buy Parler. Yeah, I totally forgot about that story. So I guess they could just find a way to house Twitter under uh, one of those policies, although they haven't done so in the past. And explicit content is a thing that has been allowed, for example, on Twitter for uh, prior to Elon Musk, which is... So I'm not sure... Um, I guess they could just apply the policy differently at this point, or maybe they could find content that's some sort of fresh content that breaks certain uh, rules, app store rules or whatever. Mm. It's just, we never saw something on that scale. Like you have parlor. Sure. Which is on one end of the spectrum. Twitter's a whole different ball game, Facebook, different ball game, Instagram, different ball game, YouTube, and so forth. They can do what they want with their app stores. But at some point also consumers might get upset and say, I really want that app. I'm going to go to some other platform that lets me get it. And Twitter might just be the one. Twitter might be, be. Twitter might be one. YouTube might be one. Uh-huh. I mean, you go down the list Those of, are powerhouses. of apps that matter to you and how much you would care if you couldn't get it on the platform that you're using. Now, the other flip side of this is, okay, Elon says, hey, I might just have to make a phone. Mm. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen, by the way, but... How about Tim sitting there saying, well, I might just have to make a social network. Hmm. What would it be called? Which one is harder to build? Apple social. The phone, the ecosystem, the app store. From a, comp- from a guy who has owns companies that are currently s- selling shipping hardware in the form of a, a pretty smart electric car. Because I've been driving around with the full self-driving. <sighs> wow. I'm pretty impressed so far. Really? I'm pretty impressed so wow. far. 
And uh, me and the kids, we can't stop marveling at the complexity of the thing working, even even like a quarter of what it's currently capable of. Now, granted, like it's a very small sample. And I, of course, I've seen clips of malfunctions and things like that. So my nerves are not completely uh, smooth yet. So are you looking at the um, dash? I'm looking at the dash, man. Looking at the real life windshield. Uh, it's a combination. It's the dash and then up and then the dash and then up. The dash sees so wide now. Uh, it really, it's amazing, man. It's really, it, it's picking up and gathering probably more information than your eyes because it's looking in all directions. And yeah. your eyes are stuck the on the front time. of your face. Yeah. And currently my eyes are swelled up because I got this busted nose in the middle. Uh-huh. So they're no good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. If anyone wants to check out the bloody photo. It's oh, yeah. The, if you want to see shortly after the, the injury. Later. I will say, so I had blood on the outside, but I had also a lot of blood from the inside. So to my doctors in the audience, you tell me what that means, but don't I can barely breathe through this baby right here. A lot of coagulated blood and uh, all don't types blow. of other materials coming out of there and yeah. a lot of swelling and yeah, probably a busted nose. So anyway... Uh, point being here is we have two powerhouses in the technology space that appear to be going toe to toe. It's not the first time that Apple has found itself uh, being criticized by another tech company. Uh, we have the Epic Games scenario. They were angry about the thirty percent. They went to court over it. Uh, what Tim Sweeney? But not on the you know this the scale of Elon is bananas right now and. If uh, if Apple's in the crosshairs or or uh, I mean he's tagging Tim Cook, obviously Tim Cook's not going to respond. Phil Schiller shut down his Twitter account, and I I just think these companies are not very aligned and friendly with each other. And I'm calling Elon a company, but I mean his variety of companies. So I don't I can't imagine uh, them rectifying this in a really in an easy or uh, friendly kind of way. Mm. Uh, I just don't picture it, but it would be a massive step to eliminate it from the App Store. And of course, this brings into question all types of things going on with China. And then if you've got Elon on your case and all the Twitter uh, sleuths and a bunch of people with a lot of time on their hands, Mm. then they're going to go look at Apple in another light. And they're going to examine things that Apple is doing that they may not appreciate if they happen to be on Team Elon. This is how humans seem to operate, Will. They go from one camp and they defend such camp and then they go and they attack and they go on the offensive. And if you man, Twitter. In the last, like, never mind Twitter, just news, like global stuff going on. So much is happening. It, exactly. And it's, it seems to me the intensity with which people are participating in it. I'm not talking about reading it and then uh, moving on. I'm talking about participating in it where they're becoming part of the investigation, like the Balenciaga story. Like, holy cow, man. People, everybody's a detective now. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And 275,000 tweets. You thought it was going to cool off. Then Kim went and talked about it. And then, it, you know. So anyway, you know that people, I'm looking at the tweets from Elon in which he is uh, criticizing Apple, so to speak. I don't know, criticizing, talking about. Lex Friedman comes in and says Apple should support free speech. That's an hour ago. It is kind of like a dog pile, though. It is hey, Elon's yeah, world on man, Twitter. Yeah, the dog pile, man, because 
let me tell you why because it's about interaction and velocity and one tweet flies and you jump on and you fly but it's not like apple can defend themselves don't you want to fly don't you want to fly will i do actually yeah exactly i want wings exactly no apple is is barely on twitter i mean it's like they hold the account and they have zero they're following zero people very (laughs) anti-social very very anti-social on twitter no doubt about it on that um but just do me a favor and just go back to yeah tim has tweeted as recently as november 24th for the record he said happy thanksgiving he'd do something like that yeah very wholesome yeah they like safe and wholesome he's also following 69 people i don't know if that's a shot at elon or not oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay go back to elon's uh account because he kind of went in on apple it was a it was consecutive tweets so let's just go down here. Apple has threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store, but won't tell us why. Somebody responds saying 97.5% of Apple's donations are to the Democratic Party. Uh, and then say, okay, so it's political reasons. What's funny, if you look at this chart, Tesla's on there as well, with 93.9% of its contributions going to the Democratic Party. Yeah. So I don't know what we really learned there. Uh, obviously, it's a slightly smaller percentage, but... And then he says, wow, they don't sound biased at all. But then it's like, well, you know, irony. your company's in yeah. there too. Uh, and I, anyway, and then he's got uh, another meme says pay 30% or go to war. And then Elon is choosing the direction of going to war. So he's taking shots at the 30%. He says, did you know Apple puts a secret 30% tax on everything you buy through their app store? Apple has mostly stopped advertising on Twitter. Separate tweet. Do they hate free speech in America? So he's going in. In other words, Will, he's motivating people. Mm-hmm. He says he also puts a poll. Apple should publish all censorship actions it has taken that affect its customers. And then he says yes or no in the poll. Obviously, yes is at 86%. 650,000 tweets on the Apple topic trending in the United States. There's a mobilization that happens. If he goes in with that level of influence and activity, then people also go in. Mm-hmm. And when they go in, they go on their own terms, including attempting, as I mentioned, to uncover things about Apple that might be perceived as unsavory. So the latest one is the airdrop story, which also came to light for me in the in the replies of the original Elon tweets. So this coming via Quartz, but a lot of different websites reported on it. Apple hobbled a crucial tool of dissent in china weeks before widespread protests broke out anti-government demonstrations we've been seeing this stuff pop up as well not just on twitter but elsewhere on social media protests in china breaking out we see the white suits we don't know what to make of it will it's also so uh vague as well we're trying to read translations and we're trying to figure out what's what's real what's really happening but of course what ends up getting out from China is not necessarily the whole story most of the time. Mm-hmm. And so we're left to, ch- to have to fill in the blanks as we scroll through hashtag China protest 2022. But it is interesting the change that Apple made to the way AirDrop was working because apparently since social media is um, in China, the government has involvement in, in the terms that are allowed to be used topics that are allowed to be talked about and things like this that there is a um, management of uh, what's a, what's approved or there, there's just way more reach into social media directly from the government or at least a different way in which that reach takes place 
whether you're talking about WeChat or if you're talking about um, the social media sites, Weibo and whatever other sharing sites exist where people are nervous or incapable of talking about what's going on. So the, apparently the local people there had been using airdrop as a means for private communication, sharing of media and so forth around the topic of these protests. Mm -hmm. Now, previous to this update, uh, and this all this is all developing really recently. The change happened November 9th, uh, iOS 16.1.1. You could say it's a coincidence. I don't know why this function would be something you would want in China specifically. I don't personally use AirDrop. Uh, previously, you had three options inside of AirDrop. You could turn receiving off. You could have receiving from contacts only, or you could receive from everyone. And we've seen actually locally where companies would use this as a promotional mechanism. Mm -hmm. You have AirDrop turned on, and then it would be like, you know, everybody in this uh, music festivals would be would use yeah. it to share information. Networking or, conventions. Exactly. Yeah. And so everybody turn on your airdrop and, and have some fun. So this is the way it looks for you right now. And this is the way it used to look in China uh, up until November 9th. And the way it looks now is the everyone selection is only for 10 minutes. So it would continue to expire. Uh, everyone for 10 minutes feature a global standard next year according to bloomberg airdrops can indeed be a nuisance in normal settings if you opt into receiving files from everyone and don't turn it off you might find yourself on the receiving end of unwanted memes or worse so could it be a security or safety thing well how come it's rolling out there uh is this a thing that people want is it a thing that people would accept if they were relying on airdrop for the transmission of information that they deemed really important uh -huh. to them and they had no other means for receiving it well, why 10 minutes why, why why isn't there an option just for every time like unlimited like the before it's a good question it's good or yeah set your own time threshold sure well according to uh, courts here they say why did apple rush out the change unannounced in an unassuming update to ios in early november and apply it only to chinese iphones one clue may lie in what happened the month prior when she's uh, anointment for a third to a third term as China's leader was met with rare displays of public dissent. You see where this goes? You see how well, you go down the rabbit hole, don't you? Yep, and it's deep. You go down the rabbit hole, don't you? And you start to wonder about Apple in general and their relationship with China, their reliance on China. They tried to diversify manufacturing, customer base in China, profits in China, and then any company that wants to do business in China, how there is a an adjustment in many cases to how they operate within that structure and other companies that are obviously not there. Uh, companies like Google, for the most part, and Facebook and Apple's other competitors who don't have, uh, who haven't made these concessions, so to speak. So... This is, a t this is some criticism that's going to be uh, going in Apple's direction. I don't know how much, but it is <clears throat> with the spotlight that Elon is about to put on and his willingness to basically uh, uh, go to this like transparent battleground by getting out in front of something and being so verbal and so upfront about it. Mm where you know these guys are going to be mobilized. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about those crowds below that are going to, uh, you know, attach to it 
and 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 start to look for weaknesses in in Apple's armor, so to speak. Mm. Um, it's a it's a very it's going to be an inter- a very interesting story to follow. Two absolute monsters and juggernauts about to figure out um, something or nothing. And by the way, people were stip- were saying, "Hey, Apple might might get rid of Twitter." And at the time, that sounded crazy. Mm-hmm. No one, everyone thought, "How can they? No way they're going to do that." Uh, but there's definitely a feeling now that it is a real possibility. And actually, you know what? I should ask the audience at this point. How, as an Apple user, if all of a sudden Twitter went away from your devices, well, how would that make you feel? Would that be a big deal to you? Would you just kind of move on and use other social media? And then what if, let's say, YouTube went away or whatever, what, whatever version of the app? Like, your phone is a gateway to the apps that matter to you. Hmm. And... I get curious as to what people's threshold is. So let's just start with Twitter. But if Twitter goes away from iPhone, even if you don't use it, how do you, even if you don't use Twitter, how would you feel about being told that you can't download that app on that particular platform? Does for you, the value of your device go up or down the value of that brand go up or down? Would you move to another phone, another device that would support these apps? Well, me for sure. I use Twitter. Yeah. Me for sure, and, and and I already use all devices and move around all the time. So I'm not, for me, it's not, a, there is no brand loyalty to that extent. There's a MacBook over here, and then there's a Pixel over here. And then there's an Apple Watch over here. Like, I, well, you know me, man. Yeah. ABC, you know me. Mm. I'm using all this different stuff, and I'm seeing what works for me, and I'm constantly changing. And maybe that's a bit of that is a luxury of having been in this game, in this business, 10 years, whatever it is. And then... Um, through that access, realizing how the loyalty element mostly serves the brands more so than it serves you, the customer, mm-hmm. in most cases. And so, uh, but I understand it's been a pretty like exclusive opportunity to explore that through my lifestyle over the last 10 years and work. Mm-hmm. And maybe if, if other people had that kind of exposure, they would recognize something similar, but there is kind of a safety and comfort in belonging to an ecosystem when you're getting two or three uh, new tech devices per year or every couple years or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this, I'm going to, I'm going to like following this one. It's the juggernauts. Yeah. Since it is ongoing, we'll try to, uh, Oh, we're going to, Oh, it, we're going to, this week we're going to, we're going to come back to this and see what develops. Absolutely. Well, I promise you that. This seems like it's a, a big war going on it's well i don't know if i don't think it's a war yet i don't think it's a war yet i think what we got right now is the early stages of a conf of a potential conflict and it still has the opportunity and the potential to go either way Mm -hmm. there could be dialogue there could be discourse there could be uh you know an opportunity to um mend but here's the thing the meme that he's showing about the 30%, they refuse to bend on the 30% for Epic Games. And Epic Games is a big, big customer uh, when we're talking about Fortnite. If they don't bend on the 30% and he wants the $8 a month from iOS users for that whatever subscription that he had been planning mm-hmm. or other types of paid content, donations, and so forth, they're not going to bend on it. No. And so then it's going to put it back in his 
court. The ball's going to go back in his court, which is to say, how are you going to get around that? Mm-hmm. You're going to pull yourself out of the app store because other uh, companies and apps have been frozen sure. or kicked out of the app store for utilizing other means of collecting their funds without cutting in Apple on their 30, 30 mm-hmm. points. So if he's, And Google for that matter. And too. Google for that matter. If he's anti 30 points... Oh, he's going to have an interesting road ahead. Yeah. Because these guys have been pretty strong on the on the 30 points for a while now, outside of a few exclusive relationships from the early days. Maybe he thinks he's the guy that's going to get them to flex, but they flex for him. They flex for others. You see how that goes. I, I want to see uh, I want to see what Tim Sweeney has to say about all that. I think he doesn't mind this conversation. I think I think Tim Sweeney is loving what he's hearing out of Elon's mouth right now. I'll tell you that right now. Hmm. That's my feeling. That's a guess. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. Seven minutes ago, Tim Sweeney. Apple is a menace to freedom worldwide. They maintain an illegal monopoly on app distribution. They use it to control American discourse. And they're endangering protesters in China by storing sensitive customer data in a state-owned data center. I told you the guy's going to be fired up, man. We'll be back. There's a lot more to cover. And uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks. Later.